Good morning and welcome to the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It is Friday, the 10th of August, 2018. The Business Leadership Podcast Live is a live radio call-in show where I speak to amazing business leaders, subject matter experts, and, and thought leaders to discuss latest innovations, current events, or best practices that will help you personally and professionally grow. This call is brought to you by Dialogue. So if you like discussions and debates, you could host your own call-in talk show over social media. Thank you for joining us today. I am Edwin Frindles, and I'm really excited for today's call. I have two co-hosts um, joining me today. I got Adeo Resi. He's the CEO of Founders Institute. And also Tarek Hadadin from a program manager at Techstars here in Toronto. And today we're going we're gonna to basically discuss sort of how to effectively launch a startup or the life cycle of launching a successful startup. So if you are joining us live, we would love to hear from you. So if you have questions for myself, Adeo, Tarek, be sure to type, in, type it in the browser. Or if you want to talk to us live, we'd love to have you join us live and to join the conversation to have your question or share your story if, you, if anything is resonating with you. So gentlemen, thank you. How are you guys doing today? Good morning. I'm doing great. Happy it's Friday. How about you? Oh, I mean, I'm super excited. I'm super excited. Thank you guys again for joining. So let's just let's just jump right in. I mean, and all of us are associated with startups either by running startups or running organizations. And I'll start with with Adeo, like you know, having having Founders Institute and having thousands of graduates worldwide. What are you seeing as the most successful way for entrepreneurs to to get started with with an idea well uh so there's a program answer to that question and then there's a you know sort of personal answer to that question uh the best way to get started with any sort of business is just to start right uh you can think about it for sure uh it takes time to reflect on what you want to do and it takes time to mentally prepare yourself to make the leap from being, let's say, an employee to an entrepreneur or consultant to an entrepreneur. But once you've overcome some of those personal setbacks and you put some requisite thought into getting started, you just need to start. Mm -hmm. And on the call today, we've got uh, our podcast today. We have represented some really interesting uh, people who have different programs to help you in that journey. So. For example, Startup Weekend uh, is a great program that simulates what it's like to be in a startup and come up with a startup idea over the course of one weekend. So that's a really small baby step that you can take to get started with a program. Following something like a Startup Weekend, there's, there's something that I run called the Founder Institute. That's obviously a more intensive uh, uh program that lasts three and a half months. And by the end of it, you're going to have an incorporated company, the beginnings of a team, the beginnings of a product and some customers paying you for what you've done. And then following the Founder Institute, uh, you have, uh, of course, a great program, Techstars, which provides you with some capital and mentorship to grow the business that you've created. So we have really on this call an amazing group of people that represent the different steps. But the simplest thing that I can say about, you know, how to get started is just start. No, and definitely. And, and 
for myself, I'm a, I'm an, I'm an entrepreneur and I just started, I was one of those entrepreneurs that just jumped in and I, I didn't have the luxury of having these types of programs when I did start a Dale and, you know, having both um, participated in startup weekends, facilitating them and organizing them. I mean, I see, I see people's life change, whether they really get what startup is all about, you know, just from the startup weekends, uh, just taking that idea that's been sitting in, in their mind for who knows how long, right? And realizing maybe in the first hour when they pitched it, that it was actually a terrible idea. <laughs> and some of them actually going home after that. Um, so you really, you really know what it's worth. And I know, I know there are a number of folks and entrepreneurs that went through a couple of my startup weekends and, and they graduated to Founders Institute. So what do you see from yours? And maybe maybe Tarek could also input in this as well, because he was part of he was one of the judges at, at our startup weekend um, from these entrepreneurs. Now, you know, I'll call them entrepreneurs after a startup weekend. Maybe they weren't before it. Um, you know, what are you seeing as, as the growth or, or at least them understanding who they are? You per, well, personally? Yeah. Uh, Tark, you want to go with that one first? I, I'm happy to go deep on that. And, and I would clarify, I would say until someone actually starts a company, they're not a founder, mm -hmm. right? but they may be an aspiring entrepreneur, right? So there, there is a lexicon issue that I think we need to be clear about. Um, if you, you haven't founded a company, you're not a founder, you're an, you're an aspiring entrepreneur, but, but Tariq, what, what are your thoughts? And then I'll jump into some more. I mean, I agree. Uh, having the drive to, to start a company is one thing, but then actually going out and, and doing it kind of, it, it's, it's the reality versus, you know, what you think the reality is. And, and there's quite a difference between the two. I think the biggest growth you see, and, and I think Startup Weekend is a really great example of this, is you know day one or hour one of Startup Weekend compared to when the companies graduate at the end of it. The growth that people have achieved over the course of about 48 hours or so is something you know tremendously great. But then if you look at, at more concrete, deeper programs like Founder Institute and then Techstars, um, you know, the, tra the transformation of not only the business idea, if it ends up pivoting, but also the people that join as founders and staff personally is something that is also very noteworthy. You know, people come in, they, they're kind of in their own bubble, if, if you want to call it that, and then they get exposed to a bunch of different ideas, a bunch of different founders. The group growth that happens is something that I think is often underrated, and it's something that is incredibly important in programs like Foundry Institute and Techstars that have this class or cohort based um, admission model that has people go through it all at once. I think if you look at, you know, the, the personal growth and then on the company and startup growth, um, I think there's tremendous amount of value from, from programs like this. Yeah, and uh, uh, so you asked a little bit about the personal thing and I'm gonna dive into that for a minute in more detail. And then I wanna go back to the program point also for a second. So sure. on the personality front, the, the journey of uh, uh, aspiring entrepreneur to a founder, to a successful founder or, or, or legend is really a journey of, of self-discovery and uh, personal uh, obstacle, addre addressing personal obstacles, right? There are limiting beliefs. There are irrational fears. Most founders, for example, have a fear of 
success, not necessarily a fear of failure. Uh, there are, you know, personal bad habits. All these things need you, you as a, on your journey to being successful, on your journey to starting something, you need to take step by step uh, and, and address one by one in order to, to achieve the success that you ultimately hope for. So, for example, um, you're talking you know, about like inner work, right, Adeo? This is like this is like personal inner work and really achieving that you know that failure of success, as as you're calling it, right? Fear of success, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, it's inner work. I mean, the reality is that um, you're gonna you're the vision steward of an idea when you're a founder or an entrepreneur, even if you're a co-founder. And so in order to steward that vision into reality um, and get people behind it and have people believe in, in, in the bigger vision that you're trying to create in the world, uh, you yourself have to be a, a well-balanced, well-oiled machine. And you're not going to be perfect on day one. And you're not even going to be perfect when you're successful. But, but it's a journey. It's a continuous journey. And it's very important. And it's particularly important in the beginning, because in the very beginning, that's when you have the most uh, bad habits, the most obstacles and the most uh, preconceived notions, limiting beliefs and everything else. And so that first step is the hardest. No, for sure. If you're just joining us now, what we're talking about, Adeo and uh, Tarek, we're talking about how to effectively launch a startup going through either programs and we're actually getting more deep in terms of you know looking in into into yourself and personally and you know challenging some of your beliefs as beliefs as well um so <laughs> outside I, I mean personally Adele, i could talk about this all day because i'm like a, a personal development geek man i like i love all that stuff and I, i'm always looking how i could improve myself and how you know some of like these challenges or these uh, mental blocks that I'm still trying to overcome as well. So um, I, I, I don't want to go that I just still, I want to bring it back in terms of in terms of these programs, because, sure. I mean, yeah, these programs are coming up everywhere. Founders Institute, I think is I think you had over 3000 graduates and correct me if I'm wrong. And these yeah, are 3100 3100 brought up a great point, by the way, that I just don't want to lose sight of. Sorry to interrupt for a second. No problem. No problem. So he was saying that, you know, coming together and doing these things in person is really important. And to your point, um, there's a lot of virtual programs that are coming up and we've actually tested every kind of virtual program you can imagine. And what we found from very quantitative data is that the virtual programs, particularly with the early stages of entrepreneurship, don't work. Mm, uh, so to Tariq's point, bringing people together, whether it be a startup weekend to begin with, a Founder Institute program to get off the ground, or a Techstars program to scale, all those programs rely on physical human beings, often in a room, together with experienced individuals, and working on real problems. That's how great businesses get built with with assistance it's possible to do it without assistance but why do it without assistance when you can do it with assistance right so sorry to interrupt what, what was your question 
No, I mean, I don't even remember because I was just thinking about what you're saying. And and to your point, if all these programs were in place 15 years ago when I first launched, I'd be all about the assistance because, I mean, I didn't have this ecosystem or this culture. I was just out there just hustling and just selling my product or service, right? So, I mean, I I almost feel feel not feel bad but you know i whenever i i hear a young entrepreneur tell me oh edwin i you know i don't know what to do i'm like listen you have so many resources like i don't even know what you're complaining about <laughs> i mean i think and maybe you guys have more insight in this some, some some folks probably get really stuck into this into the resources that they even forget to get out and build that business you know they, they're just stuck in some programs and I'm, i've seen repeat repeat participants in startup weekends year after year. Tariq, you want to go with that one? <laughs> I mean, repeat participants isn't something that, that's necessary. Like, I don't frown upon repeat, um, repeat attendees if, if it comes to that. You know, it, you, know you, you fall five times and as long as you stand up and you kind of are, are pursuing something that matters to you, that drives you day to day. I think that is essential. Ultimately, that's the most important part of it. If it means going through Startup Weekend once, and finding and kind of matching that passion that you have with a good team that you can take forward, that's, that's absolutely fantastic. But oftentimes, you know, the first business idea you land on, is it the one that you end up running with full time? It takes a couple of iterations to build the perfect team around it um, and to kind of pivot the idea to make sure that it matches exactly what the market need is. Um, and, and, you know, I've seen people go through tech stars a couple of times as well, not necessarily with the same business, but, you know, founders open up uh, or kind of start a couple of businesses. And because of the value that Techstars adds to the, to the company, to the founders, and their ability to kind of achieve and do more faster, they actually end up going through the program more than one time, especially if their businesses tend to be, you know, one, if they join one city program, for example, which is horizontal and sector agnostic, and then they build a, another company that is supported by a vertical program the type of mentorship, the access to the network and the support that you get, while in essence is incredibly strong either way, um, the different types of programs that we have as Techstars allows founders to leverage different parts of the network in different industries differently. So I actually encourage, as long as there's continuous learning in the process, I encourage um, people to, to take advantage of resources as best as they can. Yeah, and in our case, we're, we're difficult, right? We, we push people to achieve uh, greatness in a short period of time. And a lot of people aren't ready to be an entrepreneur. So we see about a 50% dropout rate in our programs worldwide. You know, some are a little higher. I'd say 50% um, is the average. Some, some are a little lower. And that's actually come down. Uh, it used to be around 65%. And I could tell you some of the things why it's come down, but they would be theory. But we do know it's come down. But, you know, and so anytime that someone drops out of the Founder Institute because they're not ready, their idea is not good enough, they don't, um, they have some other issue, we encourage them and invite them to return the next semester or within the next year, uh, you know, without any extra fees or any complexity. It's just come on back. Now, we have had people come back actually as many as three times. Uh, I would say that's a little excessive because back to my original point, if you want to start a company, you know, get started. Mm -hmm. Right. And if, if you're, you know, and I agree a hundred percent with Tariq that there's no judgment here and there's no 
scarlet letter for trying again. It's it's actually a, a beautiful thing if you believe that you have a passion and a mission and you need to take a couple stabs to get it right, That that's perfectly fine. But I think it's also, you have to have the self-awareness to say like, is this the right path for me? Am I doing the right thing with my life? Is this something that I really wanna be doing and pursuing? And, you know, sure, if those things are yes, do it five, 10, 100 times until you get it right. But if you're getting the signaling that, hey, wait a minute, it's not, I keep trying, it's not, I'm not making progress, I'm not learning lessons, then, you know, the lesson there is probably you should stop because it's a hard lifestyle. Let's, let's not, let's not sugarcoat this. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're not sending you off into, you know, the, uh, uh, the sunset with, uh, with in a bathing suit on a boat with margaritas. <laughs> we're like, I don't know what a better analogy is, but you know, Elon Musk likes to stay, you know, walking on hot coals and chewing glass. Uh, so, you know, better analogy, let's put it. That's a good visual. Well, and, and to your point, I mean, there's two points that, that I wanted just to interject is, yeah, I mean, what I saw with the repeat participants in startup weekend and, and, and some I personally remembered, I found that the teams were, were a bit stronger this time around because, there was at least one member in each group out of the 12 that was coming through. Uh, this was um, two months ago. Um, I found that the communication was stronger. Um, people were moving forward a lot better than the year before because they had that one, I'll say, quote-unquote, entrepreneur on their team or an inspiring entrepreneur, if we want to be correct, that went through this program already. And they understand that, okay, we need to work together on the idea and if we need to pivot, let's pivot. So it's it's, it's like having a f- co-founder when you do start that exited a company already. I mean, you're like already leaps and bounds because you have that person on your team um, go th- go through that program or go through that journey as well. And I guess to Dale, to your last point, I think we're back to understanding who you are. That It's back to that inner work, right? Like, do you really want to walk on hot fire and, and chew glass? I know it looks amazing when you read about it. In, in the internet about someone who just raised X amount of money or exited this and it sounds great, but maybe you're not ready for that. And it's really knowing who you are and, and, and well, understanding that, that that's two, what you want. Yeah. The two hardest times as an entrepreneur are when things are going well and when things are going badly. And, and most people assume that it's just when things are going badly, but in fact uh, it's, it's equally hard when things are going well. So, so it's not, it's not an easy lifestyle. But listen, I'm going to say something for everyone out there that's considering starting a company right now. That's very important. The world's problems are not going to get fixed on their own. They're not going to be fixed by politicians and they're not going to be fixed by bankers. Uh, and they're, they're certainly not. They're being caused in large part by corporations. So if we look at the reality right now today, entrepreneurs like you are going to change the world and fix the problems that we're facing. So it's mission critical that as many people as humanly possible that have the drive, the passion, and the know-how start on a journey to create companies today and not wait. And those companies must work on real problems that the humanity, uh, the, the human race is facing because we're in crisis. 
And if you need me to say it to you, then, you know, you have other issues because I'm pretty sure you're aware of the crisis that we're in. And my guess is that you have an idea that can help alleviate the crisis. And so I'm telling you, get started now. You have three great programs here that will help you. It's not going to be easy, but it's needed. Awesome. Adeo, that was like... That was the perfect mic drop as I uh, as I as I as I slowly wind down this amazing conversation and and we're just getting just getting it started in terms of talking about programs. So if you guys could just either I know I know Adeo just said the last tip of the day actually, so I don't know if I even want to ask for another tip. But if you do have a tip, definitely share it. But I'd like to share if where we could get more information about you and the programs that you're running. And Tarek, we'll start with you. Sure. So uh, you can find me at Tarek Hadadeen on Twitter. Um, I, like you mentioned earlier, I work for Techstars in Toronto. Our applications are currently open for our 2019 Q1 cohort. Um, do reach out if you're interested in learning more about the program or the types of businesses and startups that we support. Always looking to talk to great people that are tackling great ideas. Thank you, Tarek. Thank you for joining us again. I know I know you have a busy schedule for dropping in, but thank you for joining us, and we'll definitely have you back on the show. So, Adeo, where can we find more information about you, Founders yeah, Institute? So you can go to fi.co. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, FICO, like your credit score, except with a dot in the middle and stands for Founder Institute. Uh, we have programs in about 200 cities around the world, and we uh, we are launching about five new cities a week. I actually have eight cities in the backlog for this week. So um, if we're not in your city now, we'll probably be in your city soon. We create somewhere between one and 2,000 new technology businesses each year. And we do things that are uncommon, like we had an all-female graduating class in Kabul, Afghanistan. You know, we're going to go to places that are tough. We're going to help people work on problems that are important, and we're here to help you in the journey. So go to fi.co. There's a lot of events in every city where we run as a first step for you. Maybe you go to a startup weekend. Maybe you go to a Founder Institute event. But take that first step soon because we need as many entrepreneurs as possible working in the world today. So thanks, everyone. Well, thank you for joining us, gentlemen. You guys are doing important work. Keep it up, and uh, everyone appreciates it. Thanks a lot, Edwin. The Business Leadership Live is is almost a daily show, so be sure to catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. This call is brought to you by Dialogue, so if you like discussions and debates, you can host your own call and talk show over social media. And if you haven't done so yet, be sure to check out my podcast, The Business Leadership Podcast, where I sit down with business leaders to discuss the personal journey and experience of business leadership. New episodes drop every Tuesday. You can listen on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcast. But that's a wrap. It's Friday. Everyone, finish the week strong. Have an amazing weekend. And I'll see you all next time. Edwin signing off.